When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Welcome, welcome back, everyone, to another episode. And as you can see by today's title, I'll be doing another Hold Up Midpoint Thoughts episode. And I will be giving you my midpoint thoughts on A Time Called You, as well as Destined With You. Even though we're not officially at the midpoint, I'm still giving a sort of kind of midpoint thoughts. So I am, I'm probably surprising you all because I feel like no one, I don't think anyone was expecting me to watch Destined With You, or I feel like no one really needed to hear my thoughts on Destined With You. So I thought that was interesting because I was like, ah, I don't think people are, because it's been so long since it started airing. It's been like weeks now. And so I figured if I didn't talk about it, you guys were expecting me not to talk about it. So I am going to talk about it in this episode. And then A Time Called You, I also didn't tell anyone that I was going to be really watching it, but I just kind of go with the flow. I just watch what's dropping and see how it goes. And I'm not finished with A Time Called You, even though it officially dropped all of its episodes on, um, you know, at once on Netflix. I haven't finished it yet. But yeah, we're going to talk through all that. We're going to talk through all that in my midpoint thoughts. And before we jump into that, I did want to mention that I originally was not going to even record this episode. I'm going to be honest. I was going to hold off and I was originally going to do Our Style Chronicles 2 initial thoughts but I'm going to actually push that off for a week so you guys can check back next week for that if that's what you really care about but but yeah so originally I wasn't even going to talk about these two dramas so yes that means that I have stuff to say if I if I'm doing an episode on it it means I I definitely have some things to say and then the other thing I wanted to mention before I get into these two dramas because I feel like it's going to come up while I'm talking about them I just want to get out of the way this year guys this year and the time traveling the time slipping and the and the past lives whole the whole thing i i'm done i think i've had enough to last me a couple years i think we're good on them um i think we're good (laughs) i at this for this year i feel like those dramas are the, the the legal drama of the year. Like how last year and the years before, I feel like law dramas and legal dramas, everyone was like popping up, was like a law drama, a legal drama. And it was just like, okay, guys, can we get a break? I feel like this year's law drama is definitely the time slipping and the time traveling and the past lives thing. Like I can't get away from it. I swear within, I was going to say in the last like, you know, a couple months. I feel like this entire year I've had a drama about time, time travel or past lives. Like every single month we've had one. So it's, I'm, I'm a little, how do you say, bored of it at this point. So going into these two dramas, I di- didn't vote well from them because I am just getting off of Miraculous Brothers that had time travel, time slipping, you know, that whole thing. So I, 
I've had, I'm just now finishing that. Like it just finished for me. And so I, I went into these dramas a little, hmm, hmm, I don't want to say bored, but already kind of setting it, it was setting the dramas up for failure for me. Cause I was just like, I've done this guys. I've done this same song and dance all year. And I really, and I, and I'm going to need a lot more from you if I'm going to get through two more, you know, about time traveling and about like past lives and, you know, I'm going to need a lot more. So yeah, I wanted to preference this episode with that kind of, you know, rant, rant slash ramble, because I feel like it may influence some of the thoughts that I have on these two dramas. So yes, don't hate me. But no, let's go ahead and get started. I'm going to start with Destin with you. I'm going to give you the, the quick synopsis provided by somewhere online. And then I am going to go into my thoughts and then we'll move on to a time called you. So let's go into the synopsis for Destin with you. E Hong Jo, played by Jo Boa, is the lowest grade level nine civil servant. She always does her best at work, even though she suffers from many civil complaints. In her personal life, she is used to being alone, but one day she happens to become the owner of a old wooden chest and the key to lift a curse from Zhang Shin Yu, played by Ro Woon. Zhang Xin Yu is a competent lawyer who is smart and good looking. He is usually in the spotlight wherever he goes, but he suffers from an unexplained disease. His condition gets progressively worse, and so he is desperate to lift the curse that has run through his family for generations. Zhang Xin Yu seeks help from Yi Hongju, who owns the old wooden chest. So that's our synopsis for Destin with you. Always not the best, but it does kind of cover some of the main points there. So yeah, so we do have a fantasy setup for this drama. Now, let me go into how I felt going into the first two episodes. So before I even started this drama, I was already told by many people <laughs> that the first two episodes weren't the best, as in they just kind of weren't sure. They were like, it's a little iffy. It's not the best. I was a little confused. You know, there was some, I, I felt like there was a consensus around the first two episodes not being the best um, and not the most intriguing and enough to keep you, I mean, not enough to, you know, tearing you away, but not enough to also grab you and be like, oh my gosh, my new favorite drama. So I went into the first two episodes knowing that, that I just needed to get to episode three. And I completely agreed with the sentiments about episodes one and two. I was not impressed. I was a little bored and it was, you know, it was just okay. Then I get to episode three and sure enough, I totally noticed this kind of switch in the tone of the drama and where I was like, okay, I'm actually not mad at this. There is this kind of fantasy rom-com setup for this drama, which to me wasn't very clear in the first two episodes. And then on the third episode, I feel like we really got that. And I was appreciative. I was like, okay, this is going to be kind of cutesy, kind of fun. And then you have, you know, these, you know, this fantasy element about this curse and, and our Lee Hong Ju's character needing to, you know, 
possess these 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 kind of shaman witch-like powers to lift this curse or to perform spells and so I thought it was actually really cute and I was not mad at this premise I wasn't mad at this setup and I was initially kind of like first two episodes not its best but definitely liking it a lot more and you know starting from episode three then I noticed something for me um, that completely altered my, my enjoyment of it. And, and you guys are going to hate me when I say it because you knew it was coming. So if you guys don't know, I have a very love-hate relationship with the the actor formerly known as F, F, SF9 member Rowoon. And I, as much as I have loved a drama that he has been in, I have not loved him very much since that drama. And it wasn't because I don't think he's a good actor, but just something else about him that I, whenever he's on screen, it does not, um, for me, he never convinces me of anything when he's on screen. I know that sounds really weird, but it's just like, I'm not sold by his performances, just in general. Just like in general, I'm just not sold by his performances. His acting isn't distracting by any means, but also he doesn't sell it for me. So I feel really lackluster leaving an episode with him. You know, basically leaving a drama with him, I feel kind of just like, Uh, you know, just kind of like shoulder shrug. And I, and I was giving this drama another, I was giving him in this drama another shot. I was like, okay, we have been fighting for a long time, me and you back and forth. However, you're in a drama with one of my faves. I am a Boa Stan, as I like to say all the time. So I was excited. I was actually excited to see her in something new. And then this was a rom-com setup. There was a little fantasy element. I was like, okay, Rowan, this is a good setup for you. We can work with this. And so I gave him a clean slate going into this drama. I really did. And I'm not saying this because I'm about to just completely bash him or anything like that. But I will say, the, the thing that happens with his character in episode three, which, okay, let me break it down if you guys aren't watching it yet. So in episodes, you know, one and two, we are introduced to him and this kind of curse that he experiences, which is really this this kind of pain um, that he goes through. And they visualize this him experiencing this pain by this red, bloody hand kind of like crawling up his face and like squeezing his hand. And it's a visual representation of what his unexplained disease is kind of causing him to feel. And I actually visually, I love that idea to like show a visualization of the discomfort and pain that he's experiencing with this hand kind of creeping all over him. It was great. It was really, really good. And the fact that he's lived with this hand and his hand is, you know, one, he knows his hand, you know, I really, really liked that visual. And I really liked that setup for his character. Um, and I, didn't realize it but you know in that in the beginning in the opening the way that they positioned his character he seemed to be um very stoic in just the way that he interacts he's this very good looking wealthy lawyer so he kind of just you know was giving off that vibe there was nothing really aloof or kind of goofy or silly about him at all and then I mean, he even at one point when he meets Boa's character, he describes himself as puppy-like. And 
at no point do I see him being puppy like in these initial meetings of him in the first two episodes. I was like, I don't I don't see any of that. Um, and then we get to episode three when he really gets involved with Hoju and her, you know, needing her to lift the curse from him and kind of utilizing her for that. Um, he and also when she ca- he ends up being the victim of one of her spells, which is a love spell. he does have this kind of switching character and it's not so stoic and like, you know, I'm very stern, competent lawyer guy. Uh, It's not that at all. He does start to give off this really cute puppy-like vibe because he's like this guy who's in love with this woman who he doesn't want to be in love with and he's trying to undo this spell of being in love with her, but he's also in love with her. So, you know, it's really fun. It's really cute. I love that setup. And with that switch of character, I'm going to be honest, I was originally like, Ooh, <laughs> I don't know, Rowan, I don't know about this performance. I was a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous about it. But uh, fortunately, I do feel like he is doing pretty well um, with that um, version of the character, more so than he was doing with the kind of stern, stoic, you know, very competent lawyer character. I think this switch for him was actually really good. And I think if he would have stayed that original form of the character, I think I would have really struggled with the performance there. So I'm actually really, um, supporting the, like I said, the switch of the character, this kind of puppy dog, cute, um, little uh, version of him that he has been portraying since he's gotten under a love spell (laughs) casted by, um, Hongju. I'm really actually enjoying that version of his character. And I, and I'm saying all this because I want to applaud him. I want to not, you know, fight, I I basically want to give him his flowers and that I'm actually really accepting and appreciating his performance and this this drama so far. And that's rare for me. It really is. Um, However, (laughs) I said all that to say the thing that tripped me up the most about this character of his and even this kind of um, relationship that is his character with Hongju is the fact that I... Still have not fell head over heels in love with his character or even the supposed, you know, blooming romance that will be Hongju and Shinyu. I actually am not there at episode, I'm not, we're, we're going into episode seven and I'm not there yet. Um, obviously, because similar to how I felt about my dearest, Hongju does not originally like him in any kind of way. Same as him. He does not like her in any kind of way originally. He is only falling for her because of a spell, right? Um, but she likes someone else. She's had her eye on someone else this entire time. And so when they're interacting, um, Hongju and Shinyu, in my eyes, I'm thinking of her, you know, she's just kind of dealing with him because of the situation that they've been kind of dealt, which is she has this, this spell book that she can use to cast spells and he needs a spell from her, right? Unfortunately, he falls under the love spell, which was not the original spell that he wanted to really be under. So, you know, that is kind of them kind of thrown into a situation that they didn't really want to be in, but they're in it, right? And we're supposed to, over time, see them fall for each other and kind of see their connection and think, oh my gosh, super cute, super adorable. And yes, like I said, I like his character and how cute he is being under this spell, um, this love spell. I, I actually really like that. But again, I don't support their relationship. <laughs> I don't support their relationship. 
relationship. I don't support it. And this is this this is my first case, I think, of the year for me of second male lead syndrome. I've been really good in the last few years with second male lead syndrome, where I just feel like I have been okay. I've been okay. I have not had to fight with this kind of pain of being absolutely in love with the second male lead and wanting the second male lead to, you know, end up with our our female lead and just hoping and wishing and hating the fact that he wasn't going to end up with her. Like I have not had that in, I think, a couple of years. And then we get to this Destin with you and I'm trying to give Rowan his his flowers. I'm trying to make sure he, you know, I give him all the, the credit he deserves in this. And he's still, for me, gets knocked down <laughs> by Ha Jun, played by, uh, playing Kwang Jae Gong. So I was in shock that this was gonna happen. I did not expect this to happen. I love this Kwan Jae-gyun character. I love him. I love my love my love him. And I sort of wish that Rowan was playing his character. Like I really do. <laughs> because I feel like I would have, you know, I would be able to really fall in love with, you know, Rowan playing this character. But I love this character. I don't know. I don't know what they've done and I don't like that they've done this because I, this is, well, let me say this. I'm gonna say, you know, I don't like love triangles except when I do like them. And I feel like this one's a fine line. Like, I feel like I like this love triangle as much as I'm also like, dang it, I don't like it. Because again, I see where there's no chance, right? I still see where there's no chance in the end for my 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 second male lead, who I think should be with Hongju at this point. Um, and so I'm really, I'm really torn and annoyed with this drama at this point that they have set up such a wonderful second male lead for me and given me this kind of pained love triangle setting when I feel like these last couple of love triangles I've been watching hasn't been much of a fight for me hasn't been much of a struggle because it's just like oh we know this is very plain and I agree with who she's going to end up with so it's fine but this is this is one that I'm I'm really not I'm mad at I'm mad that I love that Jake Young character so much and he again to me it's playing the more kind of, you know, because he's very similar to Hongju and that they both feel like they are alone in this world and they kind of stick to their own corners. But the difference with Hongju is that she kind of doesn't want that. She wants to kind of branch out and make friends and be, you know, have people in her life. And as opposed to him, where he feels like he has done it on, on purpose, he has completely isolated himself on purpose. And, you know, she has noticed this about him and he and her are connecting on that. And then I just, I just like how they connect. I like their connection. I love it. I also love how he is very, um, <laughs> he's like this, like this weird, um, I don't want to, I don't know what to do, like robotic. He even calls him like, like kind of AI type kind of, you know, guy where he'll, he'll say a joke and it's like, is it a joke or are you trying to be funny? I can't tell, you know, that kind of guy. And it's just, he's a lot more interesting to me at this point. And I feel sorry about the Shin Yu character when I compare him to the Jake Young character. I feel like he's a, a little less interesting to me um, because he is, you know, this wealthy, competent lawyer guy who just so happens to have this disease. However, his disease seems to be, you know, doing okay now that he has gotten, you know, 
Hongju has casted this this kind of healing <laughs> spell for him. So, you know, that aspect of him is kind of gone right now. And I feel like that was one of the things in the first two episodes or first couple episodes that I really appreciated was this kind of visual representation of the pain um, from this disease that he was experiencing. So, you know, it was it's, it's weird that they kind of have let, let go of that at this point when that was an element to his character that kind of gave it some of the, my, you know, some of the interest. Now he's just like, he says, like this puppy dog who's like panting behind Hongju and wanting her to love him because he loves her now, you know? It, and I don't know. I, I As much as I say, like, it's nice to have a story where the Melly is like, you know, chasing behind Hongju and chasing behind the you know the female lead and just like love, 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 love. I love her, I love her, I love her. Everybody loves a good, you know, man loving a woman kind of setup. However, my problem is just that I want him to be an interesting man, okay? <laughs> I want him to be an interesting one. And I don't feel like he has really captured my interest. So again, as much as I feel like Rule One is doing well portraying the character that is there on the page, I'm just disappointed, I guess, in the character in the end. And that has nothing to do with Rule One in the situation at all. So I am giving him his flowers and his performance, but I am still having some kind of issues with the character that he's playing. Now, like I said, I kind of wish he was playing the Jake Young character because I just think he's so much more interesting. I want to know so much more about him and his backstory and kind of like why he has isolated himself and pushed himself away from people and and what is, you know, about what is it about Hongju that he's kind of being drawn to now. And I'm interested. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. And I just wish that was the case for the Shinyu character. So yeah, that's where I am. We're not quite at midpoint where I'm, I'm only going off of episodes one through six and these kind of thoughts. And I know there's going to be a little bit more to their story as they kind of all get intertwined with each other because obviously Rowoon and, um, sorry, Rowoon's character, Shin Yu, and the Jake Young character, they know each other. They have a kind of like a kind of past relationship. So they're going to now be hands-on, like duking it out for Hongju. And I'm not ready for it. I'm not. I'm really not ready for it, guys. But yeah, so that's where I am right now with Destin With You. There are a lot of cute elements and I am absolutely head over heels in love with the Jake Young character played by Han Jun. I'm loving his portrayal of that character and I'm just loving that character in general. So I, I'm i enjoying it and I'm watching him for, I'm watching this drama really for him <laughs> at this point. No, and also my my girl, my boa, as always, love her to pieces. Um, I just wish we didn't have her in this love triangle because now I'm mad. I'm a little mad, but yeah. So those are my kind of midpoint thoughts or almost midpoint thoughts for Destin with you. Now we're going to move on and we're just going to keep it going. And also I do know that Roon is also in um, A Time Called You. He has a quick little cameo. Um, and I have gotten to that point. So I have seen him and I did like his little performance as well in that. So there's that. Um, so yeah, but Anywho, let's go to a time called you. Firstly, quick synopsis, and then let's get into my midpoint thoughts because I am, well, well, I'll get there. One second. Let's get to the synopsis. Okay. So we have Han Joo-hee played by John Yo-bin. Her boyfriend, Ko Yeon-joon, played by An Hyo-sop, died one year ago. She still hasn't gotten over the death of her boyfriend and misses him a lot. Then one day, she somehow travels back in time to the year 1998 and finds herself as high school student Kwon Min-ju, also played by 
by John Yo Bin. At school, she meets high school student Nam Shi Hyun, played by An Hyop Soap as well, and she is surprised that Nam Shi Hyun resembles so much her late boyfriend, Ko Yoon Jun. Nam Shi Hyun is an outgoing person and physically attractive. I don't even know why they put that there. Um, and he is adored by the female students. Meanwhile, Jung in Q, played by Kang Hoon, is best friends with Nam Shi Hyun and develops a crush on Kwan Min Ju. So that's a horrible synopsis of A Time Called Ju. <laughs> Okay, um, but you know what? Any synopsis for this drama is actually probably going to be horrible because, man, oh man, how do you describe a time called you? So I know this drama is a remake of this time we need drama, and I've never watched that drama. I know nothing about that drama. Same with this. I came into A Time Called You completely blind. All I did know was that it was based off of a Taiwanese drama. That was it. Nothing else. Didn't even know what the Taiwanese drama was. Um, So I have nothing. I have nothing going. I had nothing going into this drama. And I'm saying this on purpose because if to watch this drama or to at least know about this drama ahead of time and know the remake, the know the original, I'm sorry, know the original Taiwanese drama, it would support you in watching this drama because you would know what takes place in the, the original. Um, even having read about the original drama and knowing what this drama was about and how things went down, Leading, going into the remake, obviously, I feel like you would have a leg to stand on with kind of just like understanding it, not getting confused or lost and all of that. But I didn't have any of that. I didn't have any of that. I went into this drama with just like, you know, the clothes on my back kind of thing, where it's just like, I'm here showing up to see what you're about. And man, has it been a a ride? It's been interesting. So... This drama is 12 episodes. It was all dropped at once on um, on Netflix. And in, I am currently on episode eight. So like I'm in the middle of episode eight. So I'm not too far off um, as in finishing this drama. But every step of the way, every episode, every step of this drama, I have been, I don't, I'm not going to say confused. I haven't been confused. I feel like, the, the way that this drama tells its story and it's time slip, time traveling, you know, switching bodies, situation, all of that murder, um, you know, all of that. I understand it. I do. I do understand it. Each episode, I feel like I do get clarity and I do recognize where we are in the timeline and I'm not confused. However, I, I am throughout every episode asking why (laughs) I'm asking myself why I'm asking myself what's the reason this drama and this story is just so complicated why is it so complicated and this is me just talking about the K-drama remake right because I have not watched a Taiwanese drama so I don't know if it's even more confusing or it's even more clear and it's not as complicated I don't know right but I'm pretty sure they they did a fine match they usually do well with you know remakes I'm sorry Korea does a good job with their remakes but I was I was like I I don't understand why it's so complicated. It's such a complicated story. So I don't really know how to talk about this drama because if you are 
someone who's watched this drama and that you are watching it or you finished it, you know, I'm coming at it from a person who's not even finished with it. So I don't really know how to talk about this drama, but I did want to just mention that I was watching it. And while watching it, I've been so confused about why it's so complicated because usually, hear me out, usually when you have a story that's this, you know, has this many moving pieces and it's kind of convoluted and it's kind of moving here, moving there. And there's a lot going on. It's usually because there's a reason. I feel like there's a, a method to the madness. I feel like the convolutedness is express, expressing or describing or showcasing some kind of element to a character story or a, a aspect of the of the theme that we're trying to get. And you know, it's a motif. You know, you, there's ways to use time travel and to use body swapping and body switching to really drive home another point to drive home some other element that you're supposed to gain from this story that isn't just about this, the act of time traveling. And I don't feel that way at all watching this drama. I feel, I don't feel that way at all. I am looking, I feel like I'm watching this drama, trying to find what is the reason? Why are we doing all of this? Why is it so complicated? What are these elements to this story doing for these characters? What are they doing for me, the audience watching? What am I supposed to gain from watching all of this convolutedness? What am I really supposed to get from this? And I'm on episode eight and I have yet, I have yet to figure it out. I'm hoping obviously I get that if once I finish the drama, but I'm really not sure. And even in saying I'm really not sure, even if I do get the reason, even I get a satisfactory, you know, satisfactory reason at the end of this drama, I still don't know if this journey, this convoluted journey will be worth it. Like whatever the actual reason it was, all of this was so complicated for, I still am not sure. Getting to the end of this drama, I'm gonna say, that is what it was all for. And I'm so glad they took me through all of that for this. You know, I'm not sure that's gonna be my experience. I don't feel like I'm gonna think that by the end of this drama. And I am annoyed by that because I I feel like it's only 12 episodes. So I felt like, oh, of course you can, you know, give your time over to this. It's only 12 episodes. And yet I am disappointed. And I also don't like that it's a remake because I can't tell if it's just the K-drama version or the Taiwanese version because I haven't watched the original. But even if it is <laughs> the Taiwanese version, is exactly the same. I'm talk. I feel like I could be saying this exactly about the Taiwanese version as well. This story itself is so overly complicated and convoluted. I mean, it's just weaving and and swirling and like twisting and turning at every corner, and for what? because I don't feel like I've grown to love or appreciate the characters at all. I feel like my my interest is split too many ways. I have to worry about Junhee and I have to worry about Minju and I have to worry about Shihyun and I have to worry about Yoonjun. Like those are different people, right? And it's so, it's too much. It's too much. And again, for what? So obviously, if you've already finished this, you probably know the what, um, but would you say it was worth it? Would you say the compli complicatedness of this story was worth it? Because again, I don't mind a convoluted time traveling, time slip, you know, different time parallel, you know, parallels of time. I don't mind that at all. If of course it's explained properly and it's not confusing. Because again, like I said, I don't think the story is confusing. I think it actually 
makes sense. Like what they're telling makes sense. It's just to me, I don't see the purpose because again, if you're going to give me all of that, it needs to bring me closer to characters. It shouldn't push me further away from them. It should bring me closer to your themes and what you want me to get from this story. And I feel like I'm it's basically clouding what I could get from this story. Like if anything, it's not clarifying it. It's not making it, you know, it's not shining a light on something. It's just making it more and more cloudy. And of course, like I said, if at the end it reveals like this was all for that reason, you know, (laughs) I'm still going to probably not feel that it was, it was worth it. Right. So I am not going into detail about this drama because you have to watch this drama to really You have to watch the drama. I'm not going through and breaking down and writing diagrams and drawing out things um, to really explain the complicatedness of this drama. But I will say that I don't know if it's been worth it, this journey of watching this drama and all the the brain power you have to put into it um, to really understand what was going on. I don't know if it's all worth it. I'm not in love with any of the characters and we have like quite a few. I'm slightly annoyed with this kind of whole murder plot thing because again, I'm, I I feel like we've been watching that all year long as well as the time slip situation, which again, I don't mind it. I just finished watching one, but I feel like you gotta give me the reason. You gotta give me the purpose and it can't just be, so go back and save someone's life. Like we, we've done that. Okay. We know that's the reason time travel stories are make the most, you know, sense when it's going back in time to save someone. Um, but I don't know if this one is, it's just not making me fall in love with the characters. It's not making any character shine. Like I said, if anything, people are getting lost in the sauce, the the point, the themes, the, you know, what the, the reason we're watching this is getting lost in the sauce. And again, I haven't watched the original. So if you want to take this as me bashing the original, then okay, but I take it as me bashing the original, but I don't. I just think the story itself. I don't think no matter how they portray it on the page, I mean, how they portray it on the screen will make this any less, you know, blah, (laughs) as far as like, I mean, come on, you're doing too much. You're doing way too much. And for what? And for what? Because I feel like there's a way to do this and it really bring you closer to the characters and understanding their motivations and understanding their confusion and, and their, you know, like there was points in this story where our June, he, when she goes back into time in 1998 and she's in living life in Minju's body and I'm questioning, does she care? You know, like there's points of the story, you know, in the past where I'm like, you know this girl is going to die within a certain amount of time frame and yet I don't feel the urgency um, of you trying to get out of her body and also to figure out who is going to kill her you know I don't feel that urgency so it made me dislike the Junhee character at some point you know so that's what I'm saying like there are moments where I'm just like I'm not I'm not vibing with anyone on the page right now I'm not vibing with anyone and I, I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know a time called you 
I'm gonna finish it because I have to figure out like what is the ending of this type of story? Like what could possibly be the ending of this? I have to watch it for that. So it has that going for it. The complicatedness is so complicated that the only way you're gonna find some relief from the story is to go figure out the ending of it. Um, and I'm, I'm, I mean, this is the closest I've been to with a drama where I want to literally stop watching it and just read what happens. Like I never do that. I never wanna do that. But this is, I've gotten really close with this drama where it's like, you know what, I'm done. I'll just go read and see what happens. Um, But no, I'm going to actually finish it. Um, I know I am, but I just had to come on here and let you guys know that I... I'm struggling with a time called you, not because of the, the, you know, the it, it being confusing necessarily, but because it's just not being very satisfying at any point, at any episode, at any end. I'm like, what? On to the next thing to to convolute the story. On to the next thing that you're just gonna throw into this. It's like the kitchen sink kind of scenario where it's like you feel like you're throwing everything into the mix except for the kitchen sink. And I don't know if it's worth it. I really don't. I don't know if it's worth it. I don't know if it's worth it. So yeah, I'm not going into much detail about Time Call You and I probably won't even come back to talk about this drama once I finish it because like I said, I'm probably gonna be so just like disappointed with the ending um, that it's not gonna be worth it. But you know, if you watched it and you really like the ending and you think it all made sense and you're like, it's worth it, just get to the end, please let me know. Cause again, I am gonna finish it, but I wanna hear your thoughts on it. Um, if you've watched the original, the Taiwanese um, original and you have and you liked that or you didn't like that, let me know, let me know. So I'm, I, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just one person who, you know, may just be in a mood this weekend, <laughs> may just be in like in this kind of weird mood with dramas right now. So I'm coming a little harsh to, at them. So it could just be that, but I definitely want to hear from other people who have watched this and or in the original and just let me know your thoughts on it. If you liked it and what aspects of it that did you like, um, let me know. And I just have to shout out that I love, I've been loving me some Kong Hoon this year. He's been one to watch, I think. I feel like he's been really coming in and I've been really paying attention to him. Not so much as I used to, like in the past, like it's very early um, dramas. I haven't really, wasn't really paying attention to him, but recently I've been really paying attention to him. So I am loving um, some Kong Hoon, even though he's like our kind of our little bad guy in this drama. So, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you anymore. I'm not going to tell you anymore. I'm not going to tell you anymore. But yeah, that is it, guys. This is my midpoint thoughts. It's a little all over the place um, because, again, it's just at the midpoint. I don't have real full form, you know, thoughts on these dramas because I haven't finished them. But I like to th- come in here and just throw some things at you to see where you're thinking, um, at, where you're at as far as these dramas as well. And I think it'd be, you know, I think it's nice. I think it's fun to do. So let me know if what your thoughts are. I'll leave a question that you can answer on Spotify. And of course, find me over on Instagram at Lola Pops Off About K Dramas. If you have anything there, you know, you can talk, you know, to me about it over there. So it was lovely talking to you guys. So that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off. <laughs>